Now, would you believe it if I told you that the government may very well be using the current events as experiments on our collective population? I mean, there's a very real possibility that all of what is currently happening in society has been orchestrated in secret by those in high places. And I may be a little off-center here, but I have a suspicion that I may not be too far off the mark. Now, you may ask why. Well, because things like this have happened before, and it's all courtesy of the U.S. government. Now, if you still don't believe me, stick around, because in this episode, we're going to explore a topic that may very well change your mind. Hey, welcome to the Bearded Guy Podcast. I hope you're doing well today. I hope all is good in your world. Now, we're going to dive into this topic that we opened up with. It's about government conspiracies and government experiments. That's what we're talking about today here on the podcast. And I hope you enjoy this. And I hope you take this information and, and use it to kind of stir the gray matter in your head to go out and explore some of the stuff we're going to talk about here today. Because it's all over the place. It's all over the Internet. The information is right at our fingertips if we just go look for it. Now, if you frequent the internet and social media platforms, you've no doubt noticed the increasing amount of chatter concerning government conspiracies, especially as it relates to the current pandemic and other world events happening around us. Now, more times than not, these theories or conflations are based on a lot of half-truths and just blatant misinformation to begin with. So really, it's wise not to get bent out of shape about everything you hear on the internet these days. Now, of course, we can weed through most of these stories if we stop to take a rational look at what's actually going on. However, trying to find anyone with an unbiased, rational thought process is proving to be harder to come by, especially in the current political climate. Because left, right, and everyone in the middle is against one another. And really, all political parties are to blame for the narratives they push onto the general population. Now, argumentative disagreements have become the new status quo, and it's gotten to the point that finding the truth of a matter is almost impossible. Now, with truth in such short supply, it creates the need for us to internally square what we see going on around us, hence the rash of conspiracy theories that are popping up all over the place. Now, if you know anything about conspiracy theories, they all follow the same pattern of sorts. For them to work, they rely on something called circular reasoning. Now, circular reasoning means that you have predetermined that you already believe the answer to your theory. You're just working your way backwards, picking bits and pieces of information that validate your question. Now, once this has been accomplished, it gives birth to something that grows and changes over the course of time, with each new participant adding their own circular reasoning to the end result. Now, even with all the current theories floating around as of late that may have some bits and pieces of truth sprinkled in them, we still have no definitive proof of anything. It's as if we're purposely being misled to hide the real truth of the current events happening around us. Now, the present case in point, is the coronavirus a hoax? Will the vaccine carry the tracking chip that will be injected into unwitting participants looking for salvation from the virus? Are the WHO and a computer programmer working in concert with one another, creating a mind-altering vaccine? Now, most of these conspiracies are touted as gospel truth, but at the same time, most have no solid foundation to stand on their own. 
A lot of conspiracies floated lately are stating that there is this government plot to impose martial law or taking away our constitutional rights or a plot to implant chips and tracking devices into us, postponing election, and on and on and on. Now, how much validity these claims have is yet to be proven out. Only time has the ability to sort the truth of the matter at hand. Now, true or not, they do make for a very good story. Now, here's the heart of the episode. What happens when conspiracy theories are proven to be true? What happens when light is actually shed on some serious misdeeds by those that are charged with or elected to be the overseers and protectors of the people as a whole? And what happens when the secret door is kicked open and all of these theories are proven beyond a shadow of a doubt? Now, there have been numerous times in our past that truly grotesque and shameful things have been done to people all in the name of science. And regretfully, most of these things were done in secret and under the guise of some other stated purpose. Now, this is not an extensive list that I'm going to go through here. This is a very short list, but the, the, the experiments that our government has done on us as a population and our military personnel is very extensive, and it only takes a quick little search to find these. Now, number one on my list are mustard gas experiments. Now, sulfur mustard, better known as mustard gas, is a devastating chemical agent that severely burns the skin, the eyes, and the respiratory tract and it creates painful, pus-filled blisters. Now, the shameful part about this is that during World War II, the government actually tested the effects of mustard gas on our own citizens. Now, the stated purpose of the test was to test the effects of the agent using different clothing and masks, both in field and in gas chambers. And the end result was that a lot of our servicemen were severely scarred and damaged for life. I'm making the list at number two. 1950s brought us Operation Sea Spray by our government, along with the U.S. Navy. They tried to simulate a biological warfare attack on the city of San Francisco. Now, a bacteria was secretly sprayed over the city to see what would happen in the event of a biological attack. Now, no one knew or was given any notice of the experiment. And over the course of the experiment, many people developed pneumonia symptoms and related illnesses. There were many sick reported, and there was one casualty reported uh, as a result of this experiment. This next one is truly disgusting. Now, this one is radiation experiments on humans. Now, our government fed radioactive food to mentally disabled children. Let that sink in for a minute. They fed radioactive food to mentally disabled children. They inserted radium rods into children's noses, and they released radioactive chemicals over Canadian and U.S. cities. They even went as far as injecting radioactive material into pregnant women and into the testicles of prisoners. Now, this later proved to create severe birth defects in the children of the test subjects. Now, what's really disgusting about this is the fact that the government and the Department of Atomic Energy prayed and unleashed these horrible acts on the poor, the sick, and those who had no say in the matter whatsoever. Then there were the truth serum experiments. Now, between the years 1947 and 1953, there was a secret project called Project Chatter. Now, this project ran under the watch of the U.S. Navy, and the purpose was to identify and test truth serums to use during interrogations of Soviet and other spies. Now, some of the chemicals that they used to test on human subjects included mescaline and scopolamine. Now, the project also studied hypnosis, 
forced morphine addiction and forced withdrawal from morphine. And this and other methods were tried to produce amnesia and other vulnerable states of the human condition. Now, the goal was to get information from individuals, whether they were willing to give it or not. Now, they also experimented on a wide variety of psychoactive substances, including LSD, heroin, marijuana, cocaine, PCP, mescaline, and ether. Now, 7,000 U.S. military personnel were given LSD without their knowledge or consent. Think about that for a minute. People were being tested without their knowledge or consent. It's, it's really frightening what our government has done to us. Now, everyone's heard about the Tuskegee syphilis experiment where um, people were given syphilis. And there was a known cure for syphilis at the time, but they wanted to see the long-term effects of this, which was blindness and disabilities. And just it, it's a shame what we've done to people. Now, I think one of the most disgusting shows of research in the name of science was this one, the Willowbrook Experiments. Now, this was conducted during the 50s, and Willowbrook was a school in, a, in, a, in New York, which was a New York State-run institution for mentally handicapped children. Now, what started this nightmare at the school uh, was an a, a outbreak of hepatitis. Now, more times than not, children were contracting the virus shortly after they were admitted to the Willowbrook School. And they researched this, and they said the stated cause was due to unsanitary conditions. Now, there was a doctor, Dr. Krugman, was sent to investigate the outbreak, and he presented a truly grotesque experiment to help find a vaccine for this. His experiment was to willfully infect mentally disabled children with the disease. You know, what's shameful about the Willowbrook School is that, you know, this place was eventually shut down, thank God. Now, it was created to house about 4,000 residents, but the overcrowding grew to 6,000 plus. Now, these were mentally ill children that were either neglected, abused, or unwillingly subjected to cruel experiments such as the one we're talking about right now. It's a shame. It is such a shame that our government has willfully done these things to us. And that's why my question at the beginning do you believe that this is all another experiment put on grand scale in front of everybody to see how we're going to react, to see what we're going to do, to see how we're going to, how we're going to handle this? You know, with all that's going on in the world today, it's, it's hard not to believe that there are political agendas underpinning what we see unfolding before our eyes. I mean, think about it. 2020 started with a bang. We experienced military conflicts abroad, Australia was literally burning to the ground due to wild brush fires. We've had impeachment proceedings, a pandemic that swept across the world, killing thousands in its wake, dominating the daily news cycles with grim and frightening statistics splashed across every channel ticker. Then we had the senseless killing of George Floyd that's touched off race riots that are still happening to this very day. Now, adding fuel to the fire is the fact that all of this doom and gloom has been sensationalized and championed by never-ending news stories. A daily century overdose numbing the senses and making you question, is this the end of the world as we know it? Now, if there's one thing that news outlets know is this, ratings are king and ratings driven by fear are pure gold. You never let a crisis go to waste. I mean, it's enough to foster a healthy amount of doubt in anyone's mind. Now, one of my favorite things going on right now are the never-ending arguments carried out by anonymous people hidden safe and away from any real confrontation by the distance of the Internet. 
I mean, let's face it, certain aspects of social media have become nothing more than raging dumpster fires for anyone with an opinion. And all of the bickering and arguing over trivial things is ridiculous at best. And it's enough to make you lose a bit of your sanity. Oh, and let's not forget, this is an election year here in the States. Yay, more stress, just what the doctor ordered. Now, if you really break this down and think about it, in and of themselves, a fair amount of the things that we are experiencing right now have been around for some time. But when you actually compress them all together in the span of seven short months, it's enough to make us lose our collective minds, not to mention the buzz of conspiracy theories that continue to surface and and come to the top and, and make their way into the mainstream media. You know, it brings us to the question, and it's one that has no easy answer. What is really going on? And the truth of that is no one knows for sure. I mean, we can speculate and ponder on it to no end, but it's a wasted endeavor unless we have some sort of insider information from a trustworthy source. And honestly, if you think about it, most of us will never know the truth of what's going on behind the scenes of this this freak show playing out in real time. And every day, there's something new thrown at us in an effort to shock the senses and instill more fear in us. And it seems that all we can do is let this cycle of despair run its god-awful and dreadful course. And just hope, hope that we retain some sense of sanity as a people when this year is over. I mean, look, no matter what the rest of 2020 throws at us, remember this. Most everyone you meet is going through the same thing right now. Anxiety, fear emotional unrest, and a sense that the world is completely out of balance. Now, our government may indeed be experimenting with us again. I mean, look, it's been done before. It just seems that this time around, something is just a, just a little off kilter here. But what you have to remember is to do this. Keep your heads, be rational in your thought process, and above all, be decent to one another. Because it doesn't matter if your ideology or your beliefs line up. You know, that's the only way we're going to see this through to the end. If we just be decent to one another. Because after all, we're just humans being. So what say you? You think the government's having a go with us again? You think we're part of another grand experiment being played out? It's hard to tell because we can't get the truth. That's the saddest part about this. We can't get the truth about anything, about anything. And that's what makes this so hard. But for you, my listening audience, I hope you're safe and well in your world. I hope that no matter what's going on just outside your door, that you can find some sense of peace and safety about where you are for you and the ones that you love. As always, I'd love to hear your comments and your feedback on this episode and other episodes that I've posted. So drop me a line at beardedguypodcast at gmail.com. That's beardedguypodcast at gmail.com. And let me know what you think. Let me know your random thoughts. Let me know your podcast ideas. And if you have an idea for a podcast, please leave that in the email as well. Again, I'd love to hear from you, the listening audience. And also, while you're here, check the show notes, because in the show notes will be the link to my YouTube channel where I'm posting video podcast content, live streams, and, and other video content. Go check that out. Let me know what you think about that. And while you're there... If you like what you see, please subscribe and hit the notifications bell. That way, when I do post new and additional content, you get the notification. You can go check it out. So I do thank you for taking the time out of your day to stop in and just give this episode a listen. 
I'm really appreciative of that because you could have done anything else today other than listen to this episode, but I do appreciate it. Thank you so much. So it's always my hope that you have a great day, a better day tomorrow, and a wonderful week ahead of you. And until next time, this has been the Bearded Guy Podcast.